Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bavarian Podcast Works preview show. It's very exciting because this is our first preview of the season, the new season, and I am your one and only schnitzel, joined by a new podcaster, a new guest on this show. And you may know her as BFW's famous Muller underscore era, or just Muller era. And uh, she is well known as one of the commanders of the Muller Mafia. I, I hope I'm right in saying that. I'm not sure if you're a commander or major. I'm not sure of the exact role. But I know you carry a very high role in the Muller Mafia. And she's been a long-time Muller fan, and she's a massive Bayern fan. She's here today on the pod. How are you feeling? And what are your thoughts on this being your first pod with us? Uh, first of all, hi, Schnitzel, and thank you so much. Uh, from now on, uh, you guys can address me as Swaz, whoever you are. And I'm very excited to be here. I think I'm actually quite giddy because of the Mate Steel transfer. I think that giddiness will take another two, three hours to wear off. But yeah, I'm pretty good. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 great to have you here. And interesting that you mentioned Matthew Tell. He, his runs were completed today. And I'm sure a lot of the Bayern fans just heaved a major sigh of relief because we have a striker in our hands. And although he is very young and still has a lot of maturing to do in many aspects of his game, he is still one of the most talented young forwards in Europe. And the French think that he is a once-in-a-generation type player. So I'm super excited to see how he does here. And I really hope he can start this season with a bang. I don't have major expectations, but like Nagelsmann said in the press conference, if he can score at least 10 goals this season, then that would be a major success. Because he's very young. You cannot place very high expectations on him, but we did pay a huge fee for him. So let's hope he pays off from from the get-go. That being said, we have a very important game, Bayern Munich versus RB Leipzig. And this is the DFL Super Cup. So, obviously, huge nerves, a massive game after the preseason. So, what are your initial thoughts on Bayern's preseason? And so, as I just like to know, what do you think about the Bayern squad in general? Like, how do you think they look? Uh, I think every year we go, when we go into the year, we go in with this extreme optimism. Like we believe that we have the champagne love and finally, but with every progressing year, we keep saying the same thing for every oncoming squad. I think this year we really have it. We really have the champagne 11 of Bayern Munich. We have arguably the best centre-back pairing in the league. I mean, I used to think earlier that, you know, Guardiola and Simakan from Leipzig were the, like, you know, the it centre-back pairing of the league, but now I'm assured that it's, you know, Delict and Lucas. Um, as far as the attack is concerned, obviously, the departure of Levy will hurt us a lot, but I think with the attack that we have right now, we can look to play more in a more fluid manner, so we can kind of try to make up for the Google deficit. We can't expect too much out of this season because it feels like another experimental season going forward, but yeah, I think we can expect good things out of this team. And yeah. as far as the preseason was concerned, um, the thing is, the two games had completely different squads going forward. So, I don't think we can make a clear assessment of which is our 
best team we had an excellent team going up against dc united and probably a slightly lesser team going up against manchester city so we can't make a clear assessment i think we'll have to wait for the leipzig game to come to any good conclusions yeah i think i agree with almost everything you said there i think this team has a lot of quality like way too much quality in and it's stacked in every position yes we don't have a proper number 9 but that shouldn't really stop this bayern squad because sadio mane is no slouch he's really really good in front of goal and i know tom adams is probably going to be smiling probably grinning when i say this but like he is he was one of the best players of last season and i think if he can produce the same type of offensive output for us this season then we are in for a joyride and he'll be joined by serge gnabry and kingsley coman up front and leo izane if he comes out of his rut he's like in terrible form and i hope he can get back to his 2021 22 under form because then he was one of the world's best wingers and i hope nagelsmann continues to play him in the left wing as opposed to like shifting him all over the attack and kind of ruining his momentum with that being said we do still have a lot of the players that that we did from last season including thomas muller josua kimish and so the main cogs are there obviously manuel neuer and gold so brimming with quality delete is an amazing addition so again i agree that that defense looks rock solid and i think uh, gravenberch and uh, nusair mazrawi had really really strong preseason games what do you feel about that i think they did really well they impressed a lot especially gravenberch during, during the dc united game with that assist and after coming on against manchester city he really dominated so i i think that goretzka's spot is up for grabs and i firmly believe that gravin birch has what it takes to actually be a starting number 8 going forward so what are your thoughts on that um from what i've seen in both the games you are absolutely right uh, it's not just mazrawi and gravin birch the ajax boys it's also all the other signings that we've made they've all impressed me very much uh ideally yeah obviously as you said uh, goretzka's spot is obviously now a bit Goretzka can find himself having to work a little harder to get his starting spot back and considering his injury history that spot really needs to be challenged um but someone needs to do the same for Kimmich i don't think like there's anybody that's out there that's challenging for Kimmich's spot but he's not really been his best since last year's recruiter and he really needs someone to be there and challenge his spot as well that's all i think yeah i think you're right on the right track and i think with kimish like he is in kind of poor form at the moment but he is a player who takes it very harsh on himself when he doesn't perform so i think he's going to put in more effort in training sessions and just like he's probably pissed watching all these videos of himself not performing well so i expect him to be right back on track no worries there whatsoever is just who is going to partner kimish in midfield and zabitso also had a pretty good preseason so i think his remontada might also be in the cards but i guess that's enough of preseason talk now we should go on to the leipzig game analysis so leipzig squad is pretty much the same from last season except they did lose a few players noteworthy noteworthy names including huang hee chan who is a very very decent striker but he didn't impress for leipzig really so i don't think it's a huge loss they did lose 
Tyler Adams, who I think will create quite a significant dent in their midfield. But they have a lot of midfielders. If anything, Leipzig is stacked in the midfield. So they have enough players to kind of make up for it. But the fact that he left to Leeds, it kind of hurts because Bundesliga is losing quite a lot of elite talent to the Premier League. Brian Robbie left for Ajax. I mean, I don't even think he did much for Leipzig to be concerned about anyways. And Eric Martel, he also left to FC Köln. So overall, not a lot of movement, but I think the Leipzig squad looks more or less the same from last season. That being said, Tedesco is a pretty good coach and he did sort of bring them back from their rut, the one that Jesse Marsh got them into. They're, later in the season, they looked really good and they somehow finished in top four, which I still don't understand how. So what are your overall thoughts on the Leipzig squad? And uh, given that recently they did win that friendly against Southampton 3-1 with uh, Forsberg and Helenio, and I believe it was... Uh, who was it that scored the third goal? I completely Alex Moriba. Yeah, Alex Moriba, yeah. So given that they did win convincingly against Southampton and that they have more or less the same attacking quality as last season, including Christopher... To do with whether Conrad Lima will stay with Leipzig towards this, like whether during the game, whether he'll be with them or whether he'll be on our side. That's a big question because Lima is more or less crucial to Leipzig's game. So basically what Leipzig does is like if Kampel and Leimer are playing together, uh, Kampel would move outside, he'll move towards the flanks and Leimer would be the holding midfielder just like by himself. So like this way they had a lot of shifting moving on and Leimer was very important to all of this. So if Leimer stays, they are, they are a very, very difficult side to beat. If Leimer moves out, still very difficult to beat but a bit of the problem is solved for us. That's all That's all I think. The thing is, interesting take on Lima. I believe that they have a like-for-like Lima replacement in Zawa Schlager. Like, it's as like-for-like as it gets. So I'm not sure it's going to change their team considerably even if Lima leaves. Because Zawa Schlager operates in the same positions. He is just as gifted defensively and he is a powerhouse when it comes to, you know, bursting into the attacking positions like Leon Goretzka basically. So and and it's 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 kind of funny because like RB Leipzig get some Austrian player, XYZ midfielder, and then Bayern gets said Austrian. And then Leipzig go out of their way to get another Austrian to replace the Austrian they might lose. So there's a lot of, a lot of like Austrian transfer situ- like Austrian players moving back and forth here and there. But that being said, uh I believe Zavash Lager is a quality player. I don't think they will miss Limer quite a lot if he leaves. But he's still a fantastic midfielder. I'm not sure he's going to join Bayern, to be honest. I'm very skeptical of the chances. But if he does, he's going to be a great signing. I think Brazo's on a spending spree. Really just throwing the money around. You know, Matthew Tell recently, 20 million plus add-ons. I'm pretty sure Bayern is in like an 80-90 million deficit when it comes to ingoing, outgoing transfers all considered. So, not sure if we need Limer at the moment, but if we do have Limer, I think it will bolster our chances of winning everything this season. So, oh, And by the way, yeah. you were speaking about the Austrian midfield, right? I yeah. just realized Kampel is Austrian too. They have a complete Austrian midfield exactly. fetish going yeah. on over there. 
That that is why with Sobozla at the central attacking position, they basically have Austria-Hungary. It's like an empire within the German Empire. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, they could be building their empire if we fall flat this season. Yeah, saying. I mean, I don't, I don't want to know what happens this time when Austria-Hungary faces Germany. Wait, is it? It's not even Germany. Is it? It's like. Dutch, German, I don't even know what it's going to be. The combinations with Bayern's midfield. The French, the French. Yeah. No, we don't I mean, have the a French, French midfielder to be. No, we don't have a French midfield. I was thinking that our entire squad is... Oh, yeah. The squad is very lopsided towards the French. All of a sudden, we have like Kingsley Coman, like Luca Hernandez, Upamecano, Benjamin Pavard. Wow, a lot of French people. And obviously, huge German contingent. So, it's going to be a fun matchup. It's going to be, you know, very sparky. A lot of top players going against each other. Although I think players like Christopher Nkunku, Dominic Sobozlai and Andre Silva up front in Leipzig's attack, they can make a very, very huge impact on the game. So what do you think overall, you know, Leipzig's game plan will be to counter Bayern's chances? And how do you think they're going to approach the game? Hello. So Leipzig are known for their fast pace, like attacking football. They're not gonna like they're not gonna they're not minds to sit back and counter against us when when they're facing Bayern. I mean, Leipzig will go all in to score as many goals as possible. They'll try to torture our players to the maximum. So yeah, I mean, we could we could be looking at not having a uh, like a clean sheet for a while now. I don't think we'll have one against Frankfurt either. I'm so sorry to start out on a depressing note, but it is what it is. Yeah, I feel like you're you're being influenced by Teddy and I need no name. I mean, don't get me wrong; those people are great, and they honestly have some decent takes on their days, which is like. I don't know, very few and far between, but still, they do have decent takes. Stop roasting them. (laughs) But like, honestly, you shouldn't get too influenced by them because, see, being a Bayern fan is a privilege, as we all know. And aside from that, we have the privilege of going into every season expecting every single major trophy, which very few teams can do. But then when it comes to it, you cannot really win everything every single season. So sometimes you have hits, sometimes you have misses. It's all part of the game. I think starting on a pessimistic note sort of goes against the spirit of being a Bayern fan. So I'd advise you to maybe try and rekindle that passion, right? Don't let these people influence you. No, it's, maybe... it's less about the pessimism. It's it's more about my fear. I'm not this pessimistic. Trust me. I'm, uh, last year, I remember during preseason, I was the only person who was hyped up about Bunasar. You couldn't have seen a person that was as excited about this absolutely unknown right back as I was. Seriously. The thing is, Bunasar's transfer was very weird because Flick wanted him. And I, still today, I don't see what exactly Flick saw in him. And he was basically offered a huge contract for nothing. And if I were in his position, I would do the same as he's doing. Just wait for my contract to end. Just keep earning that fat paycheck and just chill. Get a free view to the entire Allianz Arena every single match day and just, I don't know, Munich's a great city, so just have fun. But uh, I suppose this is definitely not going to be a Bunozar type situation. I don't think any of our transfers so far are that, you know, can warrant such low expectations. I think Mazrawi has been great so far. Gavin Birch has 
looked very promising. You really love Delete. You kind you kind of are a massive fan, even more so than a lot of the others on the BFW Slack channel. I mean, for yes, all of yes, you, uh, know, the stuff Swaz has the, a the huge crush on Delete. Okay, and she Do will not expose it. me like this. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I mean, he is a very very good looking human being. So, and obviously the star signing in Sadio Mane and now Matthew Tell. We have made quite a lot of transfers. I don't think anyone's going to tank. Fingers crossed. But seriously, you can be a little optimistic. You can maybe... Okay, do you think we're going to win the Bundesliga this season? We definitely are. There's, okay, there's yeah. no that's a good start. Here. That's a very good start. Okay, enough about RB Leipzig. Now, the Bayern squad... How do you think Nagelsmann's going to approach this game? And what do you think are our chances given all the starting quality players? I mean, I'm talking about Sadio Mane, Matthias Delete, Luca Hernandez in defence, Kimmich and Gravenberch in midfield, Thomas Müller, Gnabry, Como and uh, Mane in attack. So basically a full strength squad starts in the game against Leipzig. Okay, so to me, until like two, three days ago, the perfect full-strength squad was the uh, lineup that we uh, started off against DC United, bar like the Upamecano and Lianzu defensive trip. But now that I think about it, a game without Thomas Muller is incomplete. We're not, we're not playing without Thomas Muller, that is for sure. So we'll be starting off a 4 to 3 win. And hopefully this time, if Nagelsmann really wishes to play Ganabri, I pray to God that Ganabri doesn't mess up. That's that's all we can do. Okay. Yeah, that's a good take. Ganabri is like that player who has like one good game every five, six games. But the issue is he turns up when, he, when it matters. So it's a real pickle whether to sell him or not. So he did play a huge role in that Champions League winning run. And he routinely shows up in the big games. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he scores against Leipzig. I think he's a top-quality player. He just needs to become more consistent. That, that is all. And By the way, if if I'm allowed to be a little crazy with the lineup that I would go, go with yeah. for uh, Leipzig, uh, my assumption is that for a good lineup, we need Muller. So, we need a proper striker up front. So... And I don't trust any of our wingers at this point. I've developed serious trust issues as far as Gnabry and Zane are concerned. So I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this, by the way, coming from someone who's a huge Sane proponent, I keep fighting for Sane's cause like with every person except Bayern fans because I know I can't fight an argument with you guys. So No, top, Sane is quality. Sane is quality, 100%. He has quality. But then, yeah. but then try fighting with Teddy about Sane. That's not happening. <laughs> Try fighting about Teddy with with Teddy about anything. It, it's pretty difficult. Oh, yikes. You're, you're already in a losing argument. It's like, I don't know. that, that it, He just takes over you as well. So it kind of warps you in this hopeless state. And I didn't want to go deep into it. So I was trying to have a more optimistic outlook to this game. I think Bayern's going to win. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, obviously they are going to win. I'm going to say that. But yeah, yes. it's, it's, it's up in the air. Really, because Leipzig have an Inshallah. amazing attack. I hope we're able to contain them. But I think we're going to win comfortably. That is my prediction. And I think yeah. Sadio Mane is going to have a very good game. 
Yeah, so I was thinking Mane on left wing, right wing. Please, can can we have Kuman this game, or is he not in the game for, I, because of that ban that he got? I think he won't be playing the game, unfortunately, because of the ban. So for those of you who yeah, are not aware, uh, Kingsley Kuman had a three-match ban in the Rukrunda of last season for awkwardly, I don't know, smacking was it Constantinos Mavropanos face. Again, in the game against Stuttgart, so he received a red. Was it a red card? It was a straight red, right? A straight red and a three-match suspension as a result. So he will also be suspended in this game. We are gonna have to make do with Serge Gnabry and Leroy Zane, unless you have something crazy to suggest. Do you have anything? crazy to suggest? Vidovich, Vidovich on the right wing. Okay, and who plays a striker? We have Mati Stel. I told you, my lineup is absolutely insane. We have Mati Stel up so top. Thomas Müller, attacking midfield. So, in our very first game of the season, you want to start Mati Stel? Absolutely. I, I I will do anything to get a proper striker up there. If Mati Stel is a no, we can get Chukwu Moting to play up there. Just anything that, so that we we can have Müller on the pitch. That's that's my only requirement at this point. Hmm. That's a that's a that's a that's actually a good lineup. So the thing is, I wouldn't be opposed to Mati Tell starting if he gets to grips with Bayern's style of play and everything within like less than a week. It's like what barely three days left for the game, three four days. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very difficult, and throwing him into the cauldron in his first game back just doesn't seem like a good idea to me. I think. That this, since this game doesn't have massive implications for the rest of the season, he might feature later in the game if we're winning. But I don't think he starts. Like from a logical st- standpoint, I don't think it's going to happen. But I can see very well why you really want him to start. But that being said, say he doesn't start, you'd rather Chupomoting start up front at striker, right? So that Thomas Miller could play in his usual round order. Precisely. Okay. Precisely. Okay. Oh, and also about Koman getting banned. Uh, I think I think he slapped Mavrapanos. Oh wow! Okay. Damn. I guess you gotta yeah, be. The Bavarian fight works should have probably done an addition on that. I think. Yeah, they have... should. They should. I think. I think these writers are slacking off these days. It's it's mostly due to all this bustle that we have. Around what is arguably one of the most important things we've had come up so far, which is the World Soccer Talks Best Club Podcast Award. And guys, this is a great opportunity to ask all of you listeners to vote for us in the World Soccer Talk Best Club Podcast Award nominations. Bavarian Football Works is one of the proud nominees, and we are going head to head with the View from the Lane, which is an athletic podcast. featuring the spurs and honestly i cannot stand the idea of one gifting the spurs any trophy and two capitulating to a spurs podcast so i guess i'm just like literally requesting begging all of you to please go and vote for us there because we can really really use your votes we still have good momentum going on we are in the lead last time i checked but that can fall at any moment So really count on you guys to vote. With a thousand three eight, we have one three three eight. That is a thousand thirty eight votes. Yeah, thousand three hundred thirty eight vote lead, which is pretty massive. Vote using your laptops, your phones, your tablets, your 
whatever you have, even your smart TVs, if possible, just vote for us. Make sure you make us win because honestly, I feel like this could be massive for us. And if you really think you enjoy each one of our podcasts, if you think that we are deserving of such an award, then you can show us all your love, all your support by voting, basically. So I hope you can make us win this. And yeah, I think we've covered pretty much everything we wanted to cover in this podcast. And thank you, by the way. I'm sure that was intentional, you know, trying to segue that podcast section in. Well done on your first pod, Swaz. So yeah. Thank you so much. Before we log off, final predictions for the game. 3-2. To which I, club? I have it written. We are winning, obviously. Come on. Okay. 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 No, no. I just, you know, I just have to be sure so that, you know, you're not back into the Teddy, I need no name circle of vicious cycle of pessimism. Right. I need to keep, keep checking. Keep I'm not going to let you fall into, you know, their vices. Definitely not. So I'm happy. That's a very optimistic prediction. I think it's going to be more lopsided. I think it's going to be a 3-1 victory. But Leipzig will score. They have Nkunku, Sobozlai and Andre Silva. So it's going to be pretty difficult to contain all three of them. But that being said, I think we'll have a largely solid game in defence. And Manuel Neuer, Delete and Hernandez will be a large reason for that. So yeah, I think that covers the pod. Thank you so much for listening in. Feel free to like, share, rate and subscribe to our pods on whichever podcasting platform you tune in to us to be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything at all. And for those of you all listening from outer space or anywhere else, feel free to leave your love and support in the comments and feel free to also let your friends know about the voting session and make sure you show your support and love for us there as well. And until then, until the next podcast, rather, thank you so much for listening in. Hope you had a good time. Vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen.